the Tom and Jared Gaming Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tom and Jared Gaming Show. The show. Scaring the kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck these kids, man. <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> oh, Dan. Oh, no. Ah, welcome to the my... Tom and Gaming Show. I can't even say it. I tried. You, you say it now. I, I failed. <laughs> you suck. You're fired. Fuck you and fuck these stupid kids. <laughs> oh man, I yeah, I I just realized my lamp wasn't on and now I can't turn it on. So I guess that's I you're not gonna see me in full uh, bright HD. I guess because now because my lamp's not working for some reason. I'm in the yeah. dark as well. Makes us more mysterious. Oh yeah. I, I, oh yeah, I'm I'm just like Batman. Like no one can tell what kind of person I am. I'm just so m mysterious. <laughs> I got this mysterious <laughs> presence about me. So, like no one yeah. no one can tell like what kind of person I am or what what kind of stuff I'm gonna do. You know. So, uh, but uh, speaking of awesome stuff, I'm looking forward to the Josh fight tomorrow. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah, All dude! Heard it got moved. Really? I saw a post. It got moved because it was on private property. They got a new address. I forgot. I didn't. I, didn't, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it was another post. Maybe it wasn't real. But man, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Go down. I can't wait for this Josh fight, man. You know. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think jo especially yeah. if I'm like, especially if I'm having like a male kid. If I'm having like a baby, I'm naming him Josh. If they had a kid tomorrow, <laughs> so he can join in the fight. Awesome, yeah. Just th just throw a newborn baby into the mix. That sounds great. That sounds wonderful. Hell yeah! Oh uh, uh -huh. yeah, that what would that would be wonderful? awesome. Hmm? Yeah, I guess the main main first thing we got to talk about is the is a follow up from last week. I, I don't know oh yeah, so that's the so yeah that. that's that's the main reason I wanted to do this this uh, episode. Okay, so last week we did we one of the the big story from our last podcast was about how sony and how sony was going to be shutting down the ps3 psp and ps vita stores and i i made I, we made it very clear that you had to whatever games that you wanted to get off those stores you had to do it soon literally literally a day or two after that podcast came out i shit you not Sony dropped the news that it was retracting that their decision and that they were going to keep the PS3 and PS Vita store open. PSP yep. store that's still shutting down, but holy shit, we, it, that podcast hadn't been out for like a day or two, and that ep the main story of that episode became poorly aged so quick, Jared, so so quick. <laughs> yep. Man, well, don't you the PSP store so. But if you have a PSP Go, the five people that do, man, poor guys, they should start. They should be start crying. I know, yeah, right? Those PSP Go users. Yeah. All two of them that exist. <laughs> yeah, like all all five people that still use PSPs. I'm so sad for them. <laughs> but yeah. So, anyways, I have a I have a statement from like the official. PlayStation blog, and this is what Sony had to say. Recently, yeah, we done fucked up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, said. Damn, that was the f that's the first line of the blog post. <laughs> yeah. 
okay, so it says recently we notified players that the PlayStation Store for PS3 and PS Vita devices was planned to end this summer. Upon further reflection, however, it's clear that we made the wrong decision here. Uh, so today I'm happy to say that we will be keeping the PlayStation Store operational for PS3 and PS Vita devices. PSP commerce functionality will retire on July 2nd, 2021 as planned. When we initially came to the decision to end the purchasing support for PS3 and PS Vita, it was born out of a number of factors, including common support challenges for older devices and the ability for us to focus more on our resources on newer devices where a majority of our gamers are playing on. We see now that many of you are incredibly passionate about being able to continue purchasing classic games on PS3 and PS Vita for the foreseeable future. So I'm glad to say I'm I'm glad to I'm glad we were able to find a solution to continue operations. Uh I'm glad that we could keep yeah and I'm uh I'm I'm sure the fans made it well aware that it, that it was the wrong decision. Uh <laughs> I'm glad that we we can keep this piece of our history alive for gamers to enjoy while we continue to create cutting edge new game worlds for PS4, PS5. Uh, and the next generation of VR. Thank you for sharing your feedback with us. Uh, we really ap appreciate the backlash, <laughs> and we're always we always appreciate support from the PlayStation community. <laughs> so that's what that's the full statement. It, it was fairly short, but yeah, yeah. Thank you for yeah. fucking us in the ass with all your with all your complaints because we uh, we see now that w that this was this was the completely wrong decision to do. I, I see that you want to keep giving us money, so come on, keep. Uh, I'm I'm joking, obviously, but yeah, the uh, oh man, I, I totally understand why so many people were mad because it was weird when the news initially dropped that they were shutting down all the stores. I was like, dude, I literally just bought Silent Hill like a day or two uh, before that news dropped, and now now they're shutting it the whole thing down, like, bruh. <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel like they just need to start, like, over this past year or something, if they can, to start moving things over. Putting PS3 games on the store, like, like or something, like, do something. Like, leaving these games on there. Well, I can't see them keeping the store up forever. I feel like it's eventually going to go away, but just not anytime soon. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems... And, and I also, know... they need to... They also ahead. need to update the store, because uh, if you've been on the store, it's kind of kind of buggy and broken because they're because it's like an update or something oh yeah when i tried to buy silent hill off the store like uh, i was having such a hard time trying to buy silent hill because apparently you, you can't use paypal or, or a credit card a debit card anything like that uh the only way you can buy stuff off the ps3 is if you have uh, PlayStation card points. Uh, that's that's the only. I tried using my debit card. I tried using my PayPal account. And like, nothing was working for me. Like I had to, I ha I shit. You know, I had to spend twenty bucks uh, on a on a PlayStation gift card just so I could buy a six dollar game <laughs> off the PS3 store. So <laughs> that yeah, it's very broken. <laughs> Uh, it's, it, it definitely needs, needs, uh, uh, some fixes. Uh, but yeah, it's, 
Um, I, and, you know, something I, I sort of expected that the store was going to shut down too, because last, last year in August or uh, yeah, during August, I think, um, they, uh, they, uh, Sony had, uh, revamped the PlayStation, uh, website website. So like you, you could only buy PS4 and PS5 games off the website. Like you couldn't buy, you know, PS3 PSP, PS Vita games, none of that. Like, all of that was taken off the website. Like, you could only do it from the console. And when that happened, I was like, okay, yeah, this store is not going to stay open for much longer. So I was very much anticipating for new for this news was going to come out that they, you couldn't buy games in, at all off those stores anymore. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know if Sony ever plans on updating the stores because when I was all when I was on the store, you know what was the first thing on on the home page, uh for for the PS for the PS3 store, it was hey get yourself a brand new PS4 it's only three ninety nine or four ninety nine or something like that, so <laughs> and that was like from probably back from like when 2013 2014 so yeah they they yeah. have yeah so they have not updated that the the ps3 store in a very long time and then the third thing with everybody's on the store trying to buy up everything so so there's like a lot of people on the store <laughs> i don't know if that affected it in any way probably i was <laughs> saying I, i'm glad i didn't do this now <laughs> Because I was legit gonna put a hundred dollars into the PlayStation Store, and just buy whatever I could. I mean, for mm-hmm. for for a poor college student, that's a lot of money. But like, I I want those. I don't want the PS3 store to go away, man. Like, there's still games I want off that store. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, now I don't have to do that. I I imagine, but I imagine there's people who already did that before I did. You know, when, when the news had initially dropped. And when that happened, Sony was probably like, yeah, okay, this was probably the wrong decision. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, I'm glad I still have $100 in my pocket. I still want to, just to celebrate the store getting open, though, I want to probably, I, I think I want to buy, like, the Fatal Frame trilogy off the, the PS store, the PS3 store to uh, celebrate. I, I know a, a YouTuber I like named uh, Mia, Mia Mudahar. He actually bought Parasite Eve off the PS3 store in like yeah. celebration for like, you know, that that's it's remaining open. And uh, I don't know. Apparently, like, he was he was really praising Parasite Eve. I, I it's a good game. It's a good okay. What horror slash RPG by Square? I should have asked you this last week, but like, what what games would you recommend? What classic PS1 or PS2 games? Would you recommend people get? I mean, it doesn't matter now at this point. Yeah, I think I mean I think I, yeah. I gave some recommendations. I don't remember exactly what's on the store of the PS One. I know some expensive ones like Klonoa is like six bucks for like a classic two D platformer. It's like five hundred dollars mm-hmm. nowadays. I'm kind of insane, but they only have it for six bucks. Uh, the Mega Man Legends, if you want to play those, uh, oh RPGs, yeah, are on there. The Spyros, the Crashes are on there, but you can get better versions. Yeah, there's uh, remastered versions of those games. Uh, there's some other ones. I don't have a full list, but I remember there's some. Uh, there's some RPGs and stuff like uh, Alundra, some other stuff on PlayStation Three, and then PlayStation Two has got a lot of games like you know the RPGs and uh, other special, other pretty cool uh, PS2 games. There's lists. I don't actually exactly remember what's on there anymore, but yeah, just 
basketball videos. There's a lot of good games for really cheap, but well, I well, like I spending guess, yeah. money on unnecessary plastic. Yeah, well, I, well, one game I noticed when I was browsing the the classics, the classic section of the PlayStation Store, I noticed uh, the Chrono Trigger was on there, and I've yeah. heard, and I've heard that's like a that's like a cult classic. Um, Chrono Trigger for the PS One. It's like a Super Nintendo. PS1, yeah, I think PS1 it's, version. I think it's, it's an, an RPG. Version. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's like a it's sort of like it's it's uh, it's an it's an RPG, but uh. It's, on, it's supposed to be a super. It's a Super Nintendo game, but I guess PlayStation One version is a all right version. I also you get it pretty cheap if you want. Yeah, and I also noticed that there was a bunch of licensed Disney games uh, on in the classic section as well. Uh, I kind of wanted to get, you know, the Toy Story Two because uh, I yeah. think I mentioned this uh, before, but yeah, like that was one of my when I was like a really little kid. That was one of my favorite games. Like when I was. Six, six, seven years old. Like I used to play the hell out of that game. Like I, it was my parents. My you, my my parents used to say that I played that game so much that I knew it by heart. So, I mean, and t- now granted, I I grew up with the N- the N- Nintendo sixty four version of that game, but you know. You know, I'm sure PS1 will will do just fine, but yeah, I wanted to get Toy Story 2 for that reason as well. Uh, so I know, I know, which is a bit of an odd choice for some people. You know, some people would say Parasite Eve, Chrono Trigger, you know, Persona 3, and I'm just like, oh, I want to get Toy Story 2 off the off, from the classic <laughs> section. Uh, yo, yeah. yo. Um. So let's see. Uh. Well, that I think that that wraps it up for like the main reason we're doing this podcast. Yeah. Like this was like. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you had to make a response. <laughs> that that you, know, you gotta, it, to be honest, that was like that. Up. Yeah. That was like the main reason I wanted to do this episode because I feel I I just really wanted to do a follow up to the news last week because like it it became poorly. It was only up for like two days before it became poorly aged, and now we look like lying assholes. So I wanted, I needed to respond to that. I feel like yeah. we're about to make this video. PlayStation's gonna come out and be like, "Psych, we were just kidding." <laughs> yeah, we hate you. No, we're still closing <laughs> down. Like, damn it, we shouldn't have talked. I I know, right? Like, people are gonna be so mad at us. Like, fucking Tom and Jerry, they, it's their fault. They they said they they were gonna stay open, and Sony's like, "Psych, we're gonna keep the store closed." <laughs> like, no, this is our fault. <laughs> oh man, your fault. Your fault. <laughs> All right, so well. Yeah, well, we got well, we got other stuff to talk about. So, like, there goes, uh, there goes the main reason we're doing this pod, th- this podcast episode this week. So, if you want to sign off, then good to see ya. But we got some other bullshit that I that I have here that I that I thought would be fun to get into. So, I guess we'll just get into that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so, uh, Jared, I know you're not. You're you're probably not that big into Friday Night Funkin', but did you hear what happened with with Friday Night Funkin' the past week or two ago? Nope. All right. Well, I know you're not a fan, but I think you're gonna enjoy the story. So basically, what happened was, uh, so 
Friday Night Funkin', um, if you didn't know, it's divided in it, it's divided into weeks. Uh, the levels, anyway, are divided into weeks. So basically, uh, you, you get the gist, right? There's a boyfriend, and he's rap battling yeah. against the dad, the girlfriend's dad, to win her heart and whatnot. Uh huh. So, well, every week the boyfriend has to fight against a new antagonist, and each week consists of three songs. Uh, uh and uh, the the newest week is week seven, and a lot of people, and I think this is when Friday Night Funkin' started to hit peak in its in its popularity. Uh, but a lot of people really wanted to see a week seven come out. And it was taking months and months. So it was like it was taking much longer than normal for for the new week to come out. Um, <laughs> and a lot of people all over Twitter like had all of these speculations for what week seven was going to be. You, uh, you, uh, you know, pe- people theorized who the antagonist was going to be. Like they were looking at leaks from what people like Phantom Arcade were posting and whatnot, and you know, so. Basically, people have been like really itching for week seven for a really long time. Uh, well, last week, I believe uh, it, it's been a while. I, I'm, I'm a little out of the loop, so but I think it was last week. Uh, last week, uh, week seven finally came out after months on end. Uh, and uh, and week seven which was basically the antagonist was Tank Man, who was the mascot of the Newgrounds website and whatnot. Um, and uh, for Week 7, and and uh, for Week 7, because it was Tank, um, ah, Tank Man was the main antagonist, and they brought boyfriend and girlfriend into the world, you know, that universe. Um uh ninja muffin who's the main lead programmer of the game said that it was going to be a timed exclusive so for a certain amount of time uh it wasn't you couldn't download the game off itch.io or play it off off itch.io uh you had to uh you, you know if you wanted to play week seven you had to do it off of Newgrounds. uh so because and so with that combined with the, the uh, how how bad people wanted to play week seven, so many people logged into Newgrounds to play week seven of Friday Night Funkin' that they crashed the entire website. The ent- <laughs> like the entire website crashed, and they had to temporarily take Friday Night Funkin' off the website. So that pe- so ma- so that so many people weren't storming into the website to play the week seven. So it, it, it's so funny on, on like for like multiple reasons because so many people were dying for months to play this week, and now the week finally comes out and and no one can play it. <laughs> Basically, yeah, of course it happens. <laughs> uh, well, well, that's not entirely true. You could still play it, but you had to find like some weird website that was hosting uh week seven and play it that way interesting. Hmm? that's interesting that's interesting yeah 
Yeah, because the, you couldn't play it off its diode. You really didn't have any other way of of uh, playing week seven. But yeah, uh, I thought it was that the I don't know for some reason I, I thought you'd find that story amusing. Like all of Newgrounds crashed because of like an update to like one of its just for like one game. It's gotten <laughs> that popular that you know it it just crashed the whole site. It's hard uh, to be surprised about these things anymore. So something like that always happens. There's always something. That, it always happens for everyone. Everything for everything. It's always funny. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I uh, this I I find this really funny. Um, but yeah. Well, I for I was expecting a, I I was expecting a bigger reaction out of you. So. <laughs> that was fucking crazy. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Um. Uh. So, anyways, uh. What What's the next thing we got on this list? Um. So apparently, okay. Uh. So, apparently, this uh TikTok was, uh, trending for a little bit. Basically, this uh this dude, whose uh, wife was pregnant and was in labor. Uh, he brought his Xbox and his TV set into like the hospital room with his wife, so that she could he could play Warzone while uh, she was in labor, giving birth, so that he had something to do. Wilder. Wowzers, yeah. So... Warzone players are wilding. <laughs> I know, man. Warzone, Warzone players. players. They... They're insane, dude. They they're bringing consoles and TVs and that yeah, and that's what drives that. That's what I find fascinating about it too. It's like, do you know how much effort that I mean, I effort that would have t took to just to bring a TV and a, and a console in? You know, it's it's bring having to carry that shit's not easy. I'll I'll tell you that. Like as someone who used to be like like be part of the gaming club for for uh college I, I can tell you it's a pain in the ass to like carry like a tv and a console or actually because of social distancing reasons uh you know having to bring down like my tv or, or like a game console just so i could play games with my friends it, it, it's a huge pain in the ass to do um uh and so yeah. like I, i'm just saying like you couldn't have brought a switch or something you know, or like it, say, it was in my head. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, I'm, I mean, you were actually going to the labor. It's like, I mean, switch. I look at bringing a switch is fine, I guess. Play a quick game or something, but like, go on Warzone with the boys or something. Like, bro, she's yeah. going to the labor right now. She, huh? <laughs> she's getting a C-section right now, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh man, it's so cutting can cut into my game time. <laughs> Oh, there's some weird freaky there, there's some weird freaky fetus that's being pulled out of my mom my not my 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 wife's belly you. <laughs> yeah. She's giving birth right now. I can't pause the game. I'm playing <laughs> online. Can you wait? I can't pause yeah. it. It's online. Oh, my, my wife's asking me to hold my new baby, my my new my newborn son or daughter. God, like, doesn't she know I can't pause an online game? For fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, or because if not a Switch, like, if he had such a huge urge to play Call of Duty, I mean, like, he, he could have, like, 
just play Call of Duty Mobile or, or something like that, you know? I I guess so. <laughs> I mean, that's still... I, I mean, I, I'm sure that's not the definitive Call of Duty experience, but, like, still, you know... <laughs> That's it's more easy to play it on your phone than it is like trying to hook up like a TV and a console. Yeah, I don't know if I'm having. It's not just me, but you seem to have a little bit of audio where your your voice gets a little louder sometimes. Like really, like starts to like ear raping a little bit. Like you, start, you say hello, and then you start really loud. And I was like, whoa. I don't know if it's just the way you're moving close to the mic. I, don't know. I mean, I might have been. I might. I did scream a little bit too close to the microphone once during this podcast, so maybe that's it. Like I noticed, I I turned down my I should I turn down my audio a bit more, if if, uh, if it's sure. too loud. I'm not sure. But I just, I just noticed it. I was like, oh shit! When, like when you said something. Like, oh. All right. Well. No, some... <laughs> All right. Well, the my my microphone's a good distance from me, so. All right. But yeah. Shit! This episode done. is going Never by faster than I thought. <laughs> I, I've played <laughs> I've played Warzone before. Um. Well, shit. Uh, let's see. So, so I guess uh, you wanna, you want so you so you ready for another segment of gaming news that's not really gaming? Remember when we talked about this before? <laughs> uh, maybe. I have a bad memory. Yeah, I think we talked about like you know, man, it, it's really hard if we try to stick to a a video game only talk show. I think we we we, oh, we brought that up, and I'm like, how about we just for every once in a while we 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 spark we sprinkle in a bit of news that's like not yeah. gaming related. So, uh, spice up the marriage as you will. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, okay. So okay. this is a this is kind of a sad story. Excuse me, because oh, I really man. liked this guy uh, beforehand. What? Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. Okay, I think I know what you're going at. Okay. Yeah, every this story's been around everywhere, so I, I was going to say, I think, I, I, I thought you might have heard about this, but uh, EDP-445, which, sto which, sto which stands for Eat That Pussy 445, or is it now probably... Or as it now probably stands for, enjoy that prison four four five because, <laughs> um, yeah. So apparently he's a pedophile. Unfortunately, that's yeah. it's predator. Yeah, because and as I said before, I really liked this guy. He was a fun creator. For those of you who don't know, he's a YouTuber who'd been on the platform for a really long time. He's most famous for saying, I beat the fuck out of my dick so goddamn hard that my left leg has gone totally numb. <laughs> the man's a meme. The man was a meme. He had tons of memes about him. He, uh, he, uh, he's popular. And, uh... Oh, yeah. There, he, he had a bunch of... There are a bunch of memes made about him, dude. He was a legend in uh, meme culture, but... Uh... I'm I'm sure, but I, you know I'm sure Jared Fogle at one point was it was the a uh, pretty popular person in subway culture too. But you know, look what happened to him, and unfortunately, uh -huh. there's a similar story with EDP four four five. Uh, what kind of annoys you know what? But what really what makes the what what makes the story even harder for me is like who bro is like the people that actually broke the news that he was a pedophile. 
because yeah, there's, there's like no good guys in this situation. There's this no whole, this this whole situation was just was just a mess. Oh yeah, <laughs> the whole situation was fucked. Yeah, yeah. So for for those of you who don't know, uh, the people who broke the story were was a group of people called the Predator Poachers, who uh, and as the name implies, they there it, it it's a whole YouTube show about uh, tracking down. They're basically like a Walmart brand, Chris Hansen. They look for predators <laughs> yeah. through like Discord and other and Instagram and other online social media platforms, and basically like they try to make an effort to find uh, pedophiles and whatnot, and then confront them about it and ask questions. You know, uh, basically what yeah. Chris Hansen does, except they don't prepare Much their worse. questions. And there's no <laughs> cops involved, so like no one, so really no one get even gets arrested in the end. So and they repeat the same questions over and over, and you know, <laughs> and, oh and yeah, make fat jokes and just unnecessary shit that I guess, I guess it just doesn't really add anything. And yeah, just, and know, just well, make I, the same jokes over and over. It's been talked about to death, but like it just felt, yeah. like, you know, as say, as you're saying, like. That uh, boy, just seemed like the guy, the main guy, or oh, both of them, I guess, were out for the clout. They're out for the, uh, the, the to get famous, to get the, to get. Uh, I don't know. A lot of this didn't seem very. Yeah. I mean, I guess authentic in a way. I mean, they. I mean, they obviously. I mean, I, I think everyone pretty much wants to uh, people off the streets, but like, it just felt like it was just a. You're done fucked up. Yeah, know. like they did a good thing, but they were doing it for the wrong reasons. Totally, like, um, like. Like they they only they didn't do this because they generally wanted to keep pedophiles off the streets. It was more so about you know, like you were saying, chasing clout. Like they were they're totally just in this for money. Like I don't know if you know this, but the reason it took so long for the for that video to come out with EDP four four five because apparently this was a video they had made a long long time ago. Um. They were they were waiting until the video could be fully monetized, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so, and uh, if they couldn't get the video monetized, they just would have never released it. They they would have just kept it locked up in a a hard drive, I guess. Uh, and <laughs> uh, yeah, like they 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 just want to like profit off of uh you know really bad people like. EDP four four five and other pedophiles like they 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 want to use uh you know these you know horrible horrible people just to get views recognition and money from this it's all about profit well, I think it's for mostly them, them. mostly EDP I mean I haven't watched other videos at all but they know the big name of he caught big EDP and they just put that in the big title big title like oh yeah. And like that's that's probably the main thing because they know it's a famous YouTube person, so they're like, oh yeah, look at this. They use that as a. Cause I know like some random Joe Schmo off the off the street. I mean, uh, that's that's what that's you're not gonna get. I mean, other. I mean, it's always gonna get views, but like, they just because it's you know it's EDP. Whoa, look at look at this guys. We caught EDP guys. Look at this. Look at look at us. And instead of <laughs> it's just. Yeah, and and not just that, but there's also like another benefit to it. Like, even if they can't get this guy to jail, because, uh, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but if you try to do your own independent investigation into a uh, into a pedophile, 
Um, it, it can be harder to prosecute that guy in a court of law. Uh, I, I forget mm-hmm. what like the reason is, but you know that it's why Chris Hansen works close. Whenever he does his investigations, it's why he works with law enforcement, and so that mm-hmm. that the proper legal actions can be taken to getting that guy prosecuted. Uh, but they, yeah. but these guys just work entirely independently. And I, I remember there was like a news article about it. But like these guys doing that makes it more difficult to prosecute pedophiles. But I th- the one added benefit to all this is that EDP, EDP, uh, unlike the other pedophiles that the predator poachers have done about EDP four four five was a public figure, someone who a lot of people, especially within YouTube and meme internet culture knew about and so now that uh he's been exposed like his career's done like he he can't come back from this i mean like like what you were saying like the whole thing was basically a shit show like if we can shift over to like how edp handled this entire situation uh you know first of all like the chat the chat logs were really bad you know, there there was multiple points where, uh, K, <laughs> basically, yeah, and he was catching on to his this too. Like, wait, could I get caught in AK if I pursue this? And he's like, I and and, and he's constantly Dude, like, took a picture of his feces, and posted it. I know, right? <laughs> it was so. Dis- I I heard about that. Any, That's so disgusting. <laughs> any yeah. regular girl. Would have would have immediately clicked off. <laughs> <And> he, <laughs> yeah, I could you believe? <laughs> I mean, I mean, look at that dude. Dude, I mean, like I'm, I'm no, I'm no, I'm no good. I'm no like you know, but like look at that dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it, it's one thing. Like, it's one thing if if guys like are sending dick pics. Like while you shouldn't do that. Like I get the logic behind like why you do it. Why would you send a shit pic? Why would you send a shit pic? <laughs> and, and what is going through your mind where you think a girl would like that? <laughs> like that—that that is like. I took a mad shit. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I just—I just ate this pepperoni and chicken pizza. Look at this mad shit I had after I ate it. I took after I ate it. Dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, like it was weird. Like it, there, there was even a point too where. EDP was like questioning like what he was doing like like oh my god I, I, I you know this is this is so illegal like what I'm doing right now what he's doing right now it's and like he's had like po- moments of moments of post nut clarity and then immediately yeah. afterwards get horny again and it's like <laughs> I, I was about <laughs> to say yeah like he had multiple moments of post nut clarity but as soon as that was gone like he was horny again like mm, I'm gonna get in there you know <laughs> And put and, her, put him, put put her in his dungeon or something, or something, yeah, <laughs> or, or yeah, just something. I mean, like he, it was weird. Like up leading up to like when the 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 stain op operation happened, like he was like threatening the decoy about. Oh man, if there's cops involved, if this is like a Chris Hansen uh, situation, oh, I swear, I'm 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 gonna do bad stuff to you, man. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm it, in a cupcake. I'm gonna put you in a cupcake, <laughs> you little shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> and and just the actual interview itself was just also awful. Like not just because like the predator poacher. Hour. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I was I, I was watching some of the action, the 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 interview that the predator poachers were doing with ED, EDP four four, and it it was so bad. Like the thing dragged on for so long because first of all, they were they were asking basic bitch questions like, "So you're uh, uh you're you're a pedophile? Like, what's up with that, bro? Like, why, man? Why what? Why, why man? You do that? <laughs> why why would you why do man? that?" Yeah, like you know, <laughs> and I swear, like the main guy Chet, whatever the fuck his name is, the main predator poacher guy, was just asking, like, w- was just saying these really, really weird statements, like you know, you know, I, I, I might find like a seventeen-year-old girl attractive, but like, you know, I, I wouldn't want to smash her. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Like, I might have these thoughts, but like, I wouldn't do it. Like, what? What are you even saying? Like you, you almost you you're almost uh, crossing like his EDP's territory a little bit. <laughs> you're not helping your case here at all. Like oh, like oh, we prefer great, could have been a crazy moment. Like it, like you know like that is just yeah. They were they were they were saying shit too. Like you know we prefer adult women. Okay, so. I don't know why you're you're going after like this thirteen year old girl, or you know, because we actually like like adult females. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah the... and you could also go into about about the the main guy's antics, you know, just trolling. The guy has, kind of sucks, but like, yeah, you know, everyone's fun for that. Like. His humor, I guess, like ha! I I called I called a a Black Lives Matter hotline and said the N word over and over. I, ha, I was so funny, like you know. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that. Uh, the main and I think the that that's something a lot of people have discovered about the main guy Chet. It's that he's done a lot of like these prank videos in the past, where like like you said, he called he would call BLM or or uh, groups or organizations that supported. BLM and you know scream the n-word and whatnot but also like in a bunch of the live streams that he would host like he would just say the n-word very liberally and no we're not talking about the word Nintendo it's unfortunately the actual n-word that uh, people think about when they think of the n-word so With the uh, hard R. The, oh yeah and he and it was the hard R version too it wasn't you, you could at least say eh, maybe he's from Florida he's using the soft A version but (laughs) no nope he was going hard r so yeah uh uh if if he was just but again like if he was just making like stupid edgy jokes and whatnot um i i would say okay yeah it's he's not a good person but you're comparing him to a pedophile like that's that's not on the same level but when you find out more the fact that they wouldn't. They they weren't willing. They weren't willing to do, uh, put this video out at all unless they could get full monetization. The fact that, you know, that they were they they were totally willing to, just let EDP go and potentially do this to an actual thirteen year old, if they couldn't get monetized. I don't know if you know that. For, I don't know if I know that. Do you know that for sure? I mean, I I mean I could see that happening. But yeah, you know I mean, I mean it did get eventually it did get us one, but. Uh, I mean, I from it, but... I th- I'm I'm pretty sure that the really the 
I'm pretty sure Chet himself even like mentioned that they wouldn't they wouldn't have put it out if they they if they couldn't profit from it, which. I mean, yeah, if, I mean, if it, if it, I mean, if it would have came to that, if it would have, it would have been like no profit. I mean, they still would have got, we still would have got a lot of attention. I felt like in the end, it would have been if they, if if it came up to that point, they still would have been like, I guess you can release it, but I know they probably wouldn't be like very happy about it, and they, they, and you know, they wouldn't be like, oh man, you can't make the money. You know, it's really shitty, but I feel like they wouldn't, but it'd still be shitty because in their head, they're still thinking about, oh, oh. It's, you're not gonna be able to make money when you really should be thinking, oh, we can't, we gotta, we gotta expose this guy, get him off the streets. But you know, it's, maybe it's, they, it's all yeah. shit. It's and <laughs> you know what? It's a fair point. Maybe they would have still released it. I, you know, I'm not in Chet's mind. I'm not in any of the predator poacher people's minds, so I can't say for sure. But you know, they were highly uh, motivated by money and and fame and success for like all of this. Like. They, they were doing this to, like, you know, it, better themselves. You know, they didn't care. Like, at least, you know, when you when you talk about YouTubers like Anxiety Wars, for example, who does a similar thing where he, like, confronts pedophile, like, he'll pretend to be, like, an underage boy or a girl and to lure a pedophile. And then when he, he eventually meets up with that pedophile, he's got a, you know, a, a camera in his face to confront them or whatnot. At least... You know, Anxiety War has an actual passion for, like, putting a stop to these pedophiles. And, like, he, w he would turn, he would always turn the evidence that he found over to the police whenever he found any evidence at all. Um, but, uh, and yeah. A, and there's a bunch of these channels out there, too, if you, like, search them up. But it's got it's to gotta have to be these guys I guess. oh yeah sure for sure like why yeah exactly like why did it have to be these guys who are only catching predators just to be just so that they can uh yeah who who are just basically just doing it for the fame you know mm -hmm. because dude like i've seen so many like fucking uh oh caught a predator on discord videos and like my recommended fee on youtube like it's they're so common you know videos to see it's probably yeah. why we're the discord mod pedophilia stuff <laughs> memes come from you know thinking about it so um but yeah it's and like you said i i don't know what was going through any of the predator poachers minds maybe they would have reluctantly still put out that video so maybe they knew the importance of like getting this information out there to like expose like what kind of person edp is but i don't know i i was it, allegedly they wouldn't have put out the video at all if uh, the um, if, if they couldn't get it monetized and I just want to say if that I I don't know if that's true or not but if it was if that was the case then I feel like they're almost as scummy as EDP because they may they may not be actual pedophiles themselves but they would they would be willing to let a child get hurt. Uh, if they if they couldn't benefit off this, do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. So that was my piece of non-gaming news for today. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, and once again, this uh podcast is probably gonna get blacklisted from YouTube. 
since we were going off about pedophilia news and whatnot. I mean, like, I think every single person on big person on YouTube that are like commentary people talked about it. I think they're fine. Probably. So, little old us, I think we're I think we're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, fucking fucking YouTube is so like you know draconian about content on the platform I, I i mean of course like this kind of content is allowed but if you want to monetize it if you want youtube to like recommend your videos and whatnot it makes like a it's a lot harder to do so if you just go on about you know not you not so kid-friendly topics you know what i mean so yeah i guess it's like it, it's like this podcast is totally allowed to be up on youtube i mean like this is like i mean i mean youtube is the main platform for this podcast like it goes up on other podcast platforms like after the after it stops premiering on youtube after this podcast stops premiering on youtube like it goes up on other podcast platforms but i'm just saying like when other when when we talk about you know risque topics like the one we're just talking about like youtube usually tends to have a problem with that because they don't want this that this kind of content that kind of content to be monetized or you know and or to be spread around like i i've gotten content like this recommended before i'm just saying it's like not as likely so that's all i gotta uh -huh. say um yeah. yeah so i guess uh uh, Jared, you can go on since that's all. That's pretty much all I had for today. I, I thought those uh, those points would would get us further down. Would 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 make a long for a longer podcast, but whatever. Uh, so I, I guess Jared, you you, uh, you I I noticed you got quite a lot of games on you when you uh. Uh, before we started this this uh, podcast, so go ahead, show us show us what kind of games you got for us this week, Jerry. Yeah, I picked out just a couple that I picked out. I think most of them, some of them I was like, eh, I don't need to show these. But uh, first game's a PSP game. Now I'm gonna go hard on PSP because the PSP store, a bunch of P I, I I try to buy PSP games when I find them, but PSP is an RPG machine. This game's called my Atlas. It's called Riviera: The Promised Land. It's, it's a Game Boy Advance game. Uh, I don't know, kind of. It's like a weird RPG. Uh, you know, there's a lot of RPGs on the system. Uh, the next game is a, and also it's going for Vita games. I only found one Vita game uh, last weekend, and that was a copy of Tearaway on the Vita, which is also on PS4. It's like a like an interesting platformer game by the people who made uh, Media Molecule. People who made the Little Big Planet and Dreams. Uh, this is their one of their games. It was a Vita exclusive. It's also on PS4 now, but it takes advantage of a lot of like Vita stuff, like all all the touch the touchpad, the backpad, and other stuff. Uh, another game, uh, kind of an obscure game. It's called uh, Rogue Trip Vacation 2012. It's a uh, base. It's by the developers of uh, Twisted Metal. It's uh, they were bought by GT Interactive, and they made their own uh, uh, game in the same style. It's a weird. Uh, you know, if you play car combat, like uh, in the, the sort of like Twisted Metal, if you've ever played any of those games. Uh, so, so that was an interesting one. Uh, this is my first game for a system I have a, an adapter for. Uh, I don't know if, how many people really know uh, uh, 
this is Japanese game. It's for it's for the Sega Mark III. If you've ever heard of the Sega Mark III before, it's the it's the first version of the Sega Master System, which is uh, came out in America. It's a Sega well Sega's first console in America, but this is the second Sega's second console. Uh, yeah, the do with the, the sword the second, looks like uh, it's called the Poseidon, two <laughs> D platformer. Yeah, the do with yeah the, the the dude with the sword looks like Fred from Scooby Doo like. Oh, I've had enough of these mysteries. We gotta fucking kill them ourselves. <laughs> exactly. And this is what the cart this is what the cartridge looks like. Uh, yeah, interesting. So that's that's what those are. That's what that is. My first Sega Mark III game. There's only a couple of those, but like seventy games or something like that. Uh, next game is a we go into the Genesis game. I got one Genesis game. I don't ever buy a lot of Genesis Sega Genesis games, but uh. Well, this one for a good deal. Uh, it's a game I played as a kid. Uh, the uh, Sega Genesis version of Flicky on the Genesis. That's a port of an old arcade game. Um, if you ever played a, a Flicky on like the Sonic Mega Collection or something. Uh, I played this as a kid, and I thought it was so... Uh, I, I could never get anywhere. I thought I tried to beat it, but the game is kind of a score game. <laughs> it's, you try to get a high score, so... Hmm. Not one of those kind of games where... Uh, when a lot of games from back in the day like that, though. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's so. a port of an old game. This game is from the 80s. This is a, a port from the 90s. It got released in like the 90s. Oh, I, I'm not paying attention. I thought that was an Atari game. <laughs> no, it's Sega Genesis. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, okay, that's fair. Not a lot of games back then were... Some games were not like high score based. I mean, they were, high scores were a part of them, but like there was like an end goal to the game, not, you know... Yeah. Besides, you know, getting whatever the highest score was. Yeah, it's a port of um, yeah, an old second like arcade game. Uh, the next game's a Wii game. Uh, I bought a couple Wii games. This one's by Xseed. It's called Little King Story. Uh, by X kind of Xseed Publishing. It's the, I don't know who's developed the Marvelous Entertainment. Uh, it's sort of like Pikmin. It's like you're you get a, somehow you get like a crown and then you become a king and then you get to expand your kingdom. You get like subjects and sort of like Pikmin in a way, and you just try to try to create a kingdom as this, uh, I guess, this kid, and then that's the that's the whole game. Apparently, it's pretty decent from what I hear. I, a, sort of a wee hidden gem, as it will. I don't know how many people know this game exists, but uh, I got a copy of that. And then we got a stack of uh, last Saturday I got a stack of PS4 games. I'm gonna go through uh, PS3 games. Uh, trying to complete my PS3 list. Come on. Uh, I might slow down a little bit now, considering, but... <laughs> First game is uh, the last game on the MotorStorm series, MotorStorm Apocalypse, that I needed. That's a racing game series by Sony. Uh, you're apparently a really good series. I played the first one. I couldn't get very far. Uh, then, I, I don't know if you've heard of this game. It's It's gotten uh, kind of popular. I mean, it's not... Sort of popular people that like it really like it. I forget what it's all about, like the uh, saboteur. If you've ever heard of it, it's mm -hmm. an action game. Um, apparently, it's really good. It's like a, is it, I think it's in like third person. Yeah, you're, you're like in Paris, and um, like flew under the radar, but people do seem to really like it. It looks really good. Uh, speaking of not really good at all, but uh, interesting. I like horror games, uh, so I I got a copy of Shell Shock Two blood trails it's a it's 
it, it's a sequel to a, like some like generic first person shooter on original Xbox, but it's it, it's sort of like a, a Vietnam first person shooter, but it's uh it's actually a horror game with zombies, and it's apparently pretty bad. But you know you gotta have a horror game with zombies. I have them all. That just looks like your generic military game. That, that there's no indication that that that's a zombie game, whatsoever. <laughs> it, it, yeah, that looks like your generic military shoot first person shooter game. And then the last two on PS3 is a uh, uh, first Rune Factory Tides of Destiny. It's a uh, I guess it's sort of an, an RPG like fantasy RPG mixed with a like Harvest Moon farming simulator. So it's it's weird, but apparently it's pretty good. And then the last two is a it's a game called The Cursed Crusade on the PS3, published by Atlas. It's sort of like I guess kind of uh, uh, compared to like Dante's Inferno and other action games like that. Apparently it's pretty decent. It's not the greatest, but apparently it's pretty good for what it is. Uh, I guess it's another game that sort of flew under the radar. No one, really, not a lot of people know it exists. And then the yeah. last PS3 game I got was uh, sealed on Amazon. Seems to be kind of uncommon. Seems to be more common now. But it's called Arcana Hearts 3 Love Max. It's a, a 2D anime fighter fighting game on the PS3. Apparently it's pretty good, but Arc System works. Yeah. 2D. It's got part of the Arcana Heart series. I'm not sure what the whole series is about. Uh, Heartful Tales. I guess it's got like a visual novel in it too. Yeah. Uh, all we yeah. anime games look the same to me. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so then, yeah. And then the last game I guess I'll show off is a uh, one. I guess it's one of the rare, rarest PS1 games I own now. It's called Fox Hunt on PlayStation. It's published mm. by Capcom. It's a it's like a cheesy FMV game, like where you like a full motion video and other stuff and uh apparently it's kind of bad but kind of good uh i haven't played it yet but apparently it's really cheesy and uh uh it's extremely rare i got i think i got it with like trading credit and paid like 20 bucks for it it's the cheapest copy right now is like 350 bucks so it's really hard to find and um that's just uh, i guess the main games i've gotten over the past week mostly saturday last saturday but yeah yeah yeah, uh, I I was thinking it would have been like sentimental if if you made your segment just entirely of either PSP or PS Vita or PSP games, <laughs> uh, <laughs> considering like what the main story of today was. Um, I don't know. I feel like uh, uh, as far as like PSP games go, uh, I I don't really have like a lot of fond memories with that with that device because there just really wasn't a lot of games for it for me to play you know what i mean yeah it's, like it's just said, like the vita it's, it's sort of an rpg machine a japanese rpg machine but uh, basically yeah a lot of games on it my list on psp is really huge there's a lot of psp games i want but i i, I use it as my like my music mp3 player a lot most uh, when i was a kid before i had a smartphone <laughs> so uh i used my psp a lot I, I didn't really play a lot of games on it because I was really picky. I only played like Pokemon and Sonic, and the Sonic Rivals I did not like. I still don't like that game. But, 
don't find those games very fun at all. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> oh yeah, like the only games I ever really really played on the PSP were like the the first two, the two or, or I should say two Sonic Rivals that was never a third game as far as I'm aware. Uh, there I played the two. I would play the two Sonic Rival games, and then I I, I played uh that the the game the fighting game on PSP that was about uh Dragon Ball Evolution. Which, <laughs> Dragon Ball uh, Evolution on the PSP. <laughs> oh like, yeah. So uh, which uh, it's a considering it's based on a on a shitty. It's a it's a game that's based on a really shitty uh, on an adapta- adaptation of an anime and may I add a really really shitty movie that's based on an adaptation. Uh, you can probably guess how good the actual game was. <laughs> it's a classic. Oh yeah. It probably played competitively at tournaments. I'm assuming, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like you you, you you can't miss out on your local uh, Dragon Ball Evolution tournament. Uh, yeah. You can throw a Budokai Tenkaichi 3 in the trash. <laughs> yeah, man. Who needs that game? I got Dragon Ball Evolution for the PSP. There's so many Let's tournaments go. for Dragon Ball Evolution for the PSP. I gotta say, like, just because, like, the movie's bad, like, a game out- adaptation can't be not bad, you know, or can't be good, like, because I remember, like, a lot of people hated X-Men Origins Wolverine, but but people loved the game that was based on the movie. Yeah, the game's a little different than the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. just a little bit, just a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah cuz the video game is like much more violent than the than the movie uh, for <laughs> one. It's much more like bloody and gory and whatnot. Yeah, expect a little bit more um uh, uh PSP games in the future. I got to make that one of my focuses. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's too. I I don't think it's too much of a loss that you can't buy PSP games anymore because I, no. I think you can still buy them through the PS3 store, right? Yeah, a lot, and a lot of them are on the Vita. I mean, a lot of the good ones, and like uh, the prices aren't that affected. I mean, PSP, yeah. no one buy, no one buys anything on the PSP, and people. I don't know how many people have a PSP Go. I guess I don't know what's gonna happen to people that have the PSP Go console. That was digital. That's a digital only console. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't know this before, but apparently people still, like the indie developers, still make uh, PS Vita games. Yeah, uh, Vita's yeah. got Vita's got one of those the most hardcore fan bases of any console. People still love Vita and still like the hardcore. People still make games for it. It's a it's a it's a it's a very hardcore uh, audience that likes the Vita. Yeah, so I like the Vita, but I mostly play Persona Four Golden on it. But there's other games. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I find it a bit strange because I've heard it's not that different from like the PSP. Um, but now, I have a PSTV, so I, I play a lot of. Uh, I have my which plays Vita games, and a lot of the Vita games I have are just ports of PSP games. Well, the Vita game, really yeah. Necessary. Well, the there Vita games you can play games. anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because if it's got touchscreen controls, then you can kiss your luck goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, Vita. It's kind of a small. I guess it's kind of a bigger library, considered a limited run. Which considering... oh shit, yeah. I, I just remembered but, uh... one uh, PSP game that I that I did play, and, and I, I just remembered this too was uh, Corpse Party, which was a uh, that was that's like one of my favorite uh, uh, 
RPG Maker horror games was Corpse Party. Uh, I love the Corpse Party games on Vita. They're on Vita too, but uh, like I and I think it's a port. Like you can get the same game on the PS Vita, which the the version that you get on the PSP and PS Vita is like the best looking version of the game. Because I remember there there was a there was a PC port of uh that game and it was like a, it was an earlier version of that game so like you the so like the the character sprites and whatnot look like they're they're not as well as well made as well drawn as the version on the PSP and PS Vita it's almost like it's almost like RTX was turned was turned on for the PSP and PS Vita version but not the PC version ironically enough corpse 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 Party Blood Drive is the one I have. Yeah, that's the sequel. I think... What's the sequel? I think Blood Drive... I'll, I'll look it up. But I think Blood Drive was the sequel, not to not to the main Corpse Party, but to a spinoff. Uh, there was like a spinoff huh. game called... Uh, what was it called? Uh, Corpse Party... Blood Drive. It was a Corpse Party game on the uh, on the 3DS as well. Yeah, and I'm and I'm trying to look it up right now because it was I remember like it was the sequel to a a different game. Um, let's really? see, games, games, games. Oh come on. Uh. Oh corpse party oh yeah so um yeah so i can't corpse yeah we're it's this is a bit of awkward we're like we're like l awkwardly trying to yeah search for like news I on this and it, yeah corpse party there's a bunch blood. of corpse party games i guess the, oh yeah the first, one of the ones corpse party blood covered repeated fear i don't know, I don't know the first one that came repeated out. thank you oh, thank yeah. you it's repeated fear like so uh that so blood drive was the sequel to a, a spin-off game called corpse party uh repeated fear like what jared said thank you and what 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 repeated huh. fear was it was basically a a, a spin-off game where it, where one of the characters goes through like a groundhog day effect after the events of the after the events of the game ended in the sense that he's 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 waking up to the same day from before and he has to like relive the moments the that that happened in the game and he uh you know basically has to make different decisions and whatnot to you know make the game and there's like other characters that also recognize that this is these events have happened before and whatnot mm -hmm. so I, I yeah because uh yeah blood drive um uh because uh <laughs> repeated fear and blood drive uh, i remember those were those those games were very different from the main series because uh the, the main game is a as i said like a jrpg horror maker game but the the two spin-off games are were were in, in the style of a point and click adventure um wow. I didn't know any of those series. <laughs> Other than had that one. <laughs> yeah, it's 
not many people know know about it. Like I, I the only reason I know about it is because a, a video is because a, of a video Thaf Nine did about the whole series. Like I, like I was like you. I thought the PS, the version on the PSP was like the only game that existed. But no, apparently the it was it wasn't even the first game. Like the first, the the very first game came out in like 1998 or. 99 as part of like the uh as, as part of this competition where because yeah. apparently japan had this special computer uh said so it was on the 1996 it's a 1996 i think it said it was on the nec from nec pc yeah nec pc it was like a special computer that japanese people had that you could and you there was software that you could get on it where you could like make your own custom games and stuff and there was an there was a magazine for that specific computer where uh where and uh in the magazine there was a contest for people to submit their games of to and you know who could and, and uh, it was it was basically a contest to see you know who like had like the best uh game for like that issue or whatever and uh the 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 and one of the games that was that was in the competition was the very first corpse party game the one that came out in like again 90 1999 8 or 99 i'm not really sure when uh and there's no way you can play th that original game like it's not compatible with the windows pc whatsoever uh i mm -hmm. think you know your computer would blow up if you try to run that game there's because... an nec PC yeah. emulator or something like that. You never know, but I don't know if maybe, you really want to play yeah. an old Japanese PC game in Japanese. <laughs> yeah, if you really want to play it, they they made a re they they made they the creators of the of the Corpse Party franchise did a remake of that original game, and you can play that remake because it and it's probably a better version because it adds so a lot of stuff and whatnot uh, to, to the play game. It in English. <laughs> or yeah and you can probably yeah and I, you can play it in english too that's the big thing if if you're a huge weeb then I, i'm sure you won't mind being the dialogue and only japanese and have no clue as to what's going on but <laughs> you know this is coming to territory oh I'm yeah here. but yeah a lot of people just did not like the uh two uh the, the two spin-off um games uh i think they're actually gonna make her uh the corpse party developers are they they've made a uh uh a they they made a remastered version of the ps4 of the psp and ps vita game for the ps4 nintendo switch and i think it's on pc too i'm not sure but it's definitely on the ps4 nintendo switch uh it came out in japan like back in february but they're it's they're not sure when they're gonna have a uh what it's gonna get a western release so yeah so that's unfortunate i can see that yeah All but my games on switch but speaking of good news uh, speaking of good news as far as like J japan only imports are concerned uh the great ace attorney spin-off games are finally getting a western release you know i don't they know are. If you heard about this, uh, and I don't know why I wrote this down in my notes that that's this is just something that's literally coming to mind right now. But the Great Ace Attorney games are finally getting a Western release, uh, and specifically in like the the trilogy 
package, like the, uh, you know, what, uh, mm-hmm. similar to what the original Ace Attorney games had, the, the original three games had. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? The Ace Attorney trilogy, like, it was on the exactly. Switch, PS4. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the great Ace Attorney games are getting a similar, it's getting a similar deal, um, except, yeah. uh, except that it's gonna, this time it's getting a, a, a Western release. Uh, so for the first time ever, you know, unless you could get a ROM hack version that had an English translation, but assuming like this yeah. for the first time legally, uh, English and Western players can get can now get their hands on the spinoff game where you play as Phoenix Wright's ancestor Ryosuke Nahuhodo, some I don't mm-hmm. know some fucking Japanese name. <laughs> And you solve cases in the 19th century in uh, Miji, me, uh, Japan, and I probably mis- mispronounced that, my bad, and Victorian London. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, I think, yeah, do you know why uh, it, it never got a, a Western release, the original games? Uh I'm not sure. I've no, I'm not. I'm not too familiar with the series, to be honest. I, I mean, my sister played it and I I'm, I own them, but I I have never really. Gotten into this I think story. one of the reasons that it they never brought it over to Japan is because some of the game story uh, dealt with themes of racism towards Japanese people, because again this was like uh, relations between like Londoners and Japanese people and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think that was like one, and again it was probably the 19th century. So like. You know, fucking everyone was racist back then. Uh, for all uh-huh. I know, for all I know, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah. So yeah, I'm look. I'm 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 happy that's finally getting a Western release, and it makes sense too, because I don't know if you know this, but this year marks the 20th anniversary for the Ace Attorney games. Uh, so uh, it makes sense that they want they'd want to have like, they'd want to have like a big. Uh, it, it makes sense to me that they'd want to have like a big anniversary game for it. Now you can play them all. Yeah, gotta play them all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the only Ace Attorney game I ever beat was the first one, which I really loved it, don't get me wrong. And it, it, I loved it and I've wanted to get into more. And I did replay like the first game on the trilogy, which I think I, at this point, if, if you haven't played the Ace Attorney games yet get it, get the trilogy version because that version is like the by far the best version because like all of the art the background art the character sprites have been redrawn and remade in HD so it looks it's it's much like prettier to look at and and, mu- and it's more enjoyable than just you know staring at a fucking pixelated DS screen or mm-hmm. or I guess uh four by uh, to i guess staring at a uh nine by 16 picture on your 16 by nine computer monitor because i pl- that, that's how i played the original ace attorney games was through a ds emulator so uh, and it, and this and the screen was like pretty small so yeah <laughs> yeah so uh yeah and uh, as far as so as far as games that i'm doing playthroughs of uh i i expected my i expected that i was gonna be persona 5 at this time but 
if I'm going to be a hundred percent honest, I only beat the uh com I only I only got past the Kamashita castle. <laughs> nice. Which is uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, that's actually farther than I got last time during my first playthrough. Uh, does, if, you know, if, if going, if, uh, going from normal if to easy had anything to do with it, I, I doubt it. It's all in the skill, man. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the wrist. It's all in the wrist, yeah. <laughs> but no, for real, I, I, I suck at JRPGs. Like, I always try to go for normal whenever i, I start a new uh, a new playthrough of anything i usually uh, i like to go for like the standard difficulty which uh you know i like that nice balance between mm -hmm. a challenge and just like enjoying enjoying like the the game um but the i i was i was during my first playthrough i was playing on normal and i was constantly getting my ass kicked by the NPCs and whatnot because I didn't, I didn't know what the what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> I uh -huh. uh, was like constantly getting my butt kicked. So when I did my second playthrough, I had to go on easy mode. And mm -hmm. uh, apparently, I don't remember when I did this. Maybe this was on a sale at one point. But apparently, a bunch of DLC, all the DLC on persona 5 was on sale or whatnot and i don't know if i bought it, but apparently i i own every single piece of persona 5 dlc and one of that D dlc is a new difficulty past hard called merciless mode and i'm like yeah i'm not playing that anytime yeah, I... soon can't even I, I can't even beat this game on normal mode <laughs> yeah. and that and and merciless is a difficulty past hard mode so yeah no thank you <laughs> Then when you beat that game, you're gonna be like, "Man, I wish I played Persona Five Royal," which I need yeah. to have into. I keep forgetting about it. Maybe. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Honestly, if I do beat Aww. Persona Five, I'll, I'll I'll go. I'll probably just go to just go straight into like Persona Five Strikers since I already own a copy of that game. No. So I need to get back into. I've been I've been slacking. I've said in like over a month. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, I thought I was gonna beat the entire game by this point. I thought I was gonna be all of Persona Five within five days, but uh, yeah. Long story short, I had stuff going on for two of those what? days, and I just yeah, and uh, I uh, I didn't have as much time as I thought I would playing. Persona 5 and I only made it past the first castle so or or the first palace I guess so uh yep <laughs> never yeah so I, I, I so I still got quite the ways to go before I beat it <laughs> mm -hmm. but uh yeah with that extremely drawn out ran out of the way I think that's pretty much it for this episode so yeah yeah, so thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of the Tom and Jerry Gaming Show. We hope to see you all next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah. Or should I say Dragon Ball Evolution? Ah! <laughs> yeah! Yes. Yes. Woo! Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's been a fun episode. Uh, 
I again like this was literally just an episode I wanted to do to address so that I could update the story from last week. That's <laughs> the only reason I wanted to do this episode. Uh, so I'm yes, glad sir. that we we finally we were finally able to do that. Uh, Jared, once again, it was great to do a podcast episode with you. And uh, sorry for sir. running two hours late, by the way. <laughs> I <laughs> had no idea that you texted me saying, hey, let's get this podcast over with. Um, just like, oh, shit, I had no idea you wanted to do do one right now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right. So it, it was great being here, folks. Uh, I'm sure we'll have plenty of great stories next week. Although I can't promise. Let, let's be honest. I can't promise there's going to be an episode next week. Yes, sir. It's because uh, it we have too a uh, too sporadic of a schedule uh, <laughs> at this point. So thanks again for watching, folks. Uh, we may or may not see you next week, and yeah, we'll catch y'all later. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you'd like to see our beautiful faces, or if you want to watch new episodes when they premiere, subscribe to me on YouTube, Tom Boom. New episodes will come out Saturday at 6 p.m. See you all next week.